Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Been doing these videos now here on YouTube for about eight years. And uh, there was a time when Takata airbags were all over the news. And uh, I stopped talking about it because that was a couple of years ago. But they're back in the news because someone died in an accident in which the airbags were implicated. So this is from WEARTV.com. Sean sent it. Brent Kearney wrote it. Faulty airbags sparking concerns locally and nationally. This is happening after a Florida Highway Patrol said that uh, a faulty airbag is responsible for the death of a man involved in a car accident in Florida. 23-year-old man was killed in what troopers called a minor crash back in July. New details have found that shrapnel from the airbag was the cause of death. Shrapnel from the airbag, that's what they call it. Channel 3 spoke to a body shop and a local attorney from the county about the incident. Uh, I've been in this business 44 years, I've seen it all, says a body shop owner in Myrtle Grove. He said he's seen his fair share of malfunctioning airbags also. He says they go off when they shouldn't go off. When they should go off, the units are not going off. They need to revamp the whole system. But he says that airbags are doing more harm than good. This is a body shop guy. So he says they're getting hurt more from the airbags than they are from the collisions. Troopers say one of the Takata airbags placed under recall back in 2018 was to blame for this fatality. We definitely feel it's important for everyone to go by their dealership or to log into some source online to check their VINs for recalls, says the Florida Highway Patrol Jason King. And you can go to NHTSA, look up recalls, type in your VIN, and it will tell you if your vehicle has any recalls and if they've been performed. I think the manufacturers are pretty good at pushing out recalls, but it's still good for us as citizens and good for safety to check all of our vehicle recalls and take our cars and get them addressed. Now, a personal injury lawyer from the area named Rachel Gilmer tells Channel 3 that airbag lawsuits are uncommon but do happen. She says they can be an easy or hard day in court depending on the case. The Takata ones are easier to bring to court because they've admitted there's a problem with them. There's a recall. But the farther we get out from the recall, the harder it is to bring the cases. There's an obligation on people to get the airbags fixed if they are aware of the recall. And apparently, the truck involved in this incident had an open recall on it. That's the issue. Uh, the attorney's advice is to check your car for the recalls. And if you're involved in an accident with faulty equipment, call an attorney, particularly if you've been hurt. Uh, I will tell you right now that I get that phone call mm, two or three times a year. where Someone calls my office and says, Steve, I've got a case. I want to talk about a case. I go, what type of case is it? They go, well... It, it, it's not a lemon law case. And I say, well, I generally don't handle things that aren't lemon law cases, but just tell me. I was involved in an accident and my airbag didn't go off. And I say, how badly were you injured? I wasn't injured at all. Okay, so the airbag didn't go off and you weren't injured. Right. And the airbag is designed to prevent you from getting injured, correct? Yes. Okay. So if the airbag had gone off, you wouldn't have got injured, but you'd be happy? airbag didn't go off, you weren't injured, and you're unhappy. Uh, the only thing I can see from this is that um, other than the expectation of happiness from your airbag going off, I don't think you've got a case. People go, yeah, but I think the airbag malfunctioned. And I say, well, you know, here's the thing. Airbags are set to go off at certain thresholds. And apparently, whatever is in your vehicle to tell it when to go off, didn't think it had hit that threshold. And I'm saying think in terms of a mechanical sense, but not really thought, like a human thought. 
And so whatever it is that triggers the airbag wasn't triggered. But the fact that you're talking to me right now saying you're not hurt indicates to me that perhaps the airbag would have been unnecessary. And I've had several people say, but Steve, people have told me my airbag should have gone off. Were these automotive engineers or just people you were chatting with at a party? People often say things like, oh, your airbag didn't go off? I'd be, I'd be angry. You should sue somebody. And I tell people, I say, look, to have a valid lawsuit, at the very least, you've got to have liability. That is where somebody did something wrong and it, and it, 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 it wronged you, okay? You can't sue yourself. So people are going to argue that, by the way. But generally speaking, <laughs> it's someone else does something and they've harmed you and they're liable for it. That is liability. Okay, so liability exists. Think of liability as one of two numbers in an equation where the numbers are separated by a multiplication symbol. A multiplication symbol. So one gets multiplied by the other to get you what you're entitled to. So if you have liability, you got to have damages. So if you have liability and no damages, that's a zero, you get zero. No liability but damages, you get zero. Okay? So you weren't harmed. What are your damages? And unfortunately, a lot of people, and, and this is something that I've known my entire life, a lot of people think that you can get money for nothing out of a lawsuit. I don't need damages. Somebody did something wrong. They owe me money. Were you harmed? No. Well, when you get compensated in court, they often tell you you're being compensated for your damages. If you weren't harmed, you probably don't have damages. I said probably because there are some cases where there is a liability that attaches even without harm, but we won't go there right now. And yes, I understand that in some states, technically speaking, if your own insurance company denies a claim that you have filed, there are some states where you do file a lawsuit where to get at your insurance company, you file a lawsuit that looks like you're suing yourself, but you're not. You're doing that for insurance purposes. So the attorney's advice is to call an attorney. And meanwhile, the body shop guy says vigilance on the road is also half the battle. Get off the phone, quit texting, and keep your distance, he says. And if you're going, uh, if you're interested in seeing your car has any recalls, go to nitsa.gov and check there. But the real issue here is this: the Takata airbag recall was issued several years ago now, several years ago. And I remember very early on that the manufacturers had a hard time coming up with enough airbags to do the recalls as quickly as they would have liked. And my understanding is the feds actually dialed it down a little bit and said, "Okay, we understand that." But you got to do it. You got to do it. So right now, if your vehicle has a Takata airbag in it and it has not been replaced under the recall, you should check to make sure. This is especially problematic in areas where it's humid and hot. There are more of these cases out of places like Florida and California than there are out of, say, Alaska. And so it's a very real concern. I'm not going to get heavily into it. I've read a lot about this. But there are chemicals inside the inflator of the airbag. And think about this. The airbag sits, in essence, on a shelf for 10 years. 
20 years. It's just sitting there in your car, not doing anything. It's just sitting there. And 20 years after the car gets sold, you're driving down the road and you get involved in a collision where the car comes to a very, very sudden stop. And a sensor goes off and triggers the airbag. That airbag has been sitting there dormant all this time. And it needs to fire, and it needs to fire very quickly, very quickly. So there was, in these airbags, chemicals that were designed to inflate the airbag very, very quickly. But unfortunately, the way the airbag was configured, if these airbags were subject to too much moisture and heat inside, I guess there's some kind of corrosion or something going on, chemical reaction goes on, and it causes these things to inflate incorrectly and the explosion actually causes pieces of metal they call shrapnel here to fire away from the steering wheel into the driver as opposed to simply the airbag inflating and so the airbag inflates quickly but it also fires a bunch of other junk at you which you don't want to happen so it's a very very bad situation uh takata wound up in a lot of financial trouble because of this and i believe they wound up getting taken over by another company. But um, these airbags are still on the road. And I forgot the exact numbers, but they've said this right here just raised the number by one because they are saying that this fatality would not have happened if the Takata airbag had been recalled and replaced as it could have been, but apparently wasn't. So that's the cry and shame of it all. And recalls are free. They're free and everyone loves free stuff, okay? And you all know someone comes and knocks on your door and you open the door and there's someone standing that you've never met before in your life. They go, we're here to give you some free stuff. You can't slam the door fast enough because you know it ain't free, okay? They're going to want to talk to you about where you're going to spend forever or something. And here's the thing. Recalls mandated by NHTSA someone's going to replace stuff on your car or fix stuff on your car for free. Not only is it free, but it's safety related, meaning that when they're done, the car will be safer. Now, I've heard stories where a recall meant that the vehicle got brought in and a sticker got put on the dashboard that said, by the way, make sure you do this or don't do that. I've heard of that. I've also heard of recalls where they said, uh, you know, uh, bring the vehicle in and we've reset it now so that if these Six things don't happen just right. This other thing's not going to happen. And you go, what? how often does that happen? Uh, not often, but NHTSA found out about it, and apparently it happened to two people. So it won't happen again. But this is one where people have died. The airbags, some of them are still out there. And they're subject to a recall. Bring them in and get your free airbag replacement. Why not? Why not? And so it makes you wonder if somebody legitimately didn't know about the recall and that's possible or if they knew about it but just thought what are the odds because number one it would have to mean that i get in an accident and number two it would have to mean that i've got one of the ones that got decayed over time due to the moisture and the heat what are the odds what well slim but unfortunately this is one where if it is you it's not going to turn out well. That's the problem, okay? So if I told you that, oh, there's a recall on your car and there's a one in a thousand chance that one morning your car won't start, you'd go, okay, um, 
I might risk it. But if I told you, well, there's a recall on your vehicle, and if it happens, it will kill you. It will kill you. Oh, oh, I'll take that recall. So it's free. Do the recall. Check NHTSA. Type in your VIN. See what it says. It's free. Why not? Faulty airbags sparking concerns locally and nationally. Still from WEARTV.com. I added the word still there. Brent Kearney wrote it. Sean sent it to me. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Not only do I not know what's going on, I wouldn't know what to do about it if I did.